You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. And Pastor Mark Cook. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you here with us on Morning Breath. It is Wednesday, November 25th. It's the day before Thanksgiving, yeah. but you don't have to wait. You can give Thanksgiving right now. Can we start eating now? Uh, you, I guess. <laughs> but you might. If you start with the pumpkin pie, though, you're going to get a broken leg or something from your honey. Yeah, welcome, everybody. Good to have you here. It is a wonderful day to be alive in Jesus, and uh, we... Uh, do Morning Breath. Morning Breath is a show that we take a chapter of the Bible, spend some time with the Lord, do a morning devotion, and then we come down to the studios here at the Merritt Island campus, read the chapter on the radio, on the podcast. You guys listen, and then we talk about wherever sort of God points us or directs us. Uh, it was crazy. Last one of these I did, I looked at all this stuff. I had all this stuff I'd thought about in the morning, and then when we read the chapter, Two little things popped out at me in the chapter. We never got to any of the stuff that I thought about in my morning devotion yeah. and that. So we're just open to whatever the God would say and however he would lead uh, through Mark or myself. And I do want to introduce to you Pastor Mark Cook. He's here with us today. You doing well, Mark? I'm well, Pastor Jen. How about you, sir? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you. Yeah, great to be part of the program. Yeah. We want everybody to join us and know where we're going to be. So, for example, today we're in Matthew chapter 1. The way you would know that is if you had the Morning Breath Guide. You get that by going to the East Coast app and getting to the podcast section. Same thing with our website, eccc.us. And there you'll find the Morning Breath podcast. You'll also find the Morning Breath Guide that tells you all the chapters that we're going to be in and that we've been in. So you can get caught up. You can listen to the podcast going back a ways and, and hear all the past shows and just really get connected to the program. You can also uh, get on uh, the phone and call 321-452-1060. We can email or mail you a guide if you need that. You can be on our website and find all kinds of things on our app about what's happening at East Coast Christian yep. Center, the ministries that we have, uh, all the things, our service times. We're meeting in our buildings. We're also, uh, you know, online weekend services. It's just a great place to be a part of the kingdom of God. We're building a life-giving church at last. Absolutely. By the grace of God, that's what's going on. And uh, very cool. You know, church is a interesting thing right now. I think we're under... Maybe the, I'm sure, the greatest uh, spiritual attack I've ever seen in my lifetime. Uh, COVID is uh, affecting our nation on so many levels, affecting the world. And uh, the attack on the church through through this has been pretty much as big as I've, I've ever seen and uh, in, a, in a very strong way. And so I'm just encouraging everybody out there that hears this, fight back. Uh, don't let it uh, steal your relationship with the Lord or dampen it or weaken it, but but let what's going on in the world today press you further yeah. into Jesus. Grab hold of him. Uh, get in there and do more morning breath. Get involved with your church. Uh, if you don't go to East Coast, that's okay. Go somewhere. Uh, if you haven't been back to church yet, figure out when God wants you to go back live and and get involved in, in services in person and be involved and serve again. If you've drawn back in any area that you're able to move forward in now, I encourage you to move forward and get, get back involved and uh, go for it because uh, it's just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I think you'll probably agree with me on this, Pastor Dan. The history of the church is that when pressure is applied, it explodes. Uh-huh. And it's time for us to, to carry that mantle yep. that has been the, the example that has been set for us. And when pressure comes against the church, man, we push back and we win yes. because God always leads us in triumph. Absolutely. And I encourage you that. We're like a bow and arrow. The more we're pulled back, the more it tensions the string to Amen. shoot the arrow forward. So it's a good picture. Um, any the really we don't have any announcements other than to j- enjoy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, we did a turkey outreach, but I think that's pretty much all 
wrapped up of giving out turkeys to friends and needy family around us. And uh, so we're really kind of getting ready to go into the month of December and it'll be a busy month for all of us, we know, and, and get involved. And if you haven't, you know, one of the things that is coming, maybe this could be your, you know, kind of break back into a live church is the Christmas Eve candlelight communion service. Mm. We're going to make an effort to social distance and get it all set up properly. And, and we'll have individual disposable communion. So it'll be good on all those levels. Be a great time to reengage and reconnect with God yeah. and with your with fellow believers at that time. So that's going on. Anything else we need to talk about? I think that's it. We should talk let's, about the Word. Let's get in there and read this chapter then. We've got 25 verses, and I guess I'm going to read through verse 11 today. Uh, get get a big portion of those names, and then you're going to take us, take us home from there, Pastor Mark. Both Amen. reading from New King James. We are indeed. Okay. In Matthew chapter 1, I say unto you, Pastor Dan, read, sir. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, and Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begot Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram. Ram begot Amminadab, and Amminadab begot Nashon, and Nashon begot Salmon. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Obed begot Jesse. And Jesse begot David the king. And David the king begot Solomon by her who had been wife of Uriah. Solomon begot Roboam. Roboam begot Abijah. Abijah begot Asa. And Asa begot Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat begot Joram, and Joram begot Uzziah, and Uzziah begot Jotham, and Jotham begot Ahaz, and Ahaz begot Hezekiah. Hezekiah begot Manasseh, and Manasseh begot Ammon, and Ammon begot Josiah, and Josiah begot Jeconiah, and his brothers about the time they were carried away to Babylon. Verse 12, and after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconiah begot Shealtiel, Shealtiel begot Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel begot Abiud, Abiud begot Eliakim, Eliakim begot Azor, Azor begot Zadok, Zadok begot Akim, Akim begot Eliud, Eliud begot Eleazar, Eleazar begot Matthan, Matthan begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who was called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon are 14 generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary your, yeah, take to you Mary your wife, for that which is conceived of her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Amen. Yeah, a couple things uh, while you were reading that that were just kind of going through my mind. This guy, Matthew, a little background, of course, in the Scripture. We know him to be uh, a tax collector, um, probably 
may be the son of someone in the priesthood. Uh, his name was Levi. Levi yeah. You know, uh, which kind of is a, a tell because Levi, tribe of Levi, was the priest, pri- priesthood tribe. Um, but he ended up being uh, a tax collector, uh, traitor, really to his own country on a political, in a political and practical sense. I mean, he was collecting taxes from the Jewish people and giving it to the Romans while getting rich on it himself. Um, not, you know, the favorite position of your, you know, your friends and neighbors if you, if that's what you did. But yet, it's almost like Paul was sent to the Gentiles, which was kind of the opposite of his strength. He was a real sharp Jewish guy. And Peter was sent to the Jews, and he was an educated Jew. He was a a fisherman. Matthew, this gospel is really a gospel written to the Jews in so many ways. I mean, he starts right out with genealogy. And if you've ever been to Israel, um, genealogy is really important to the Jewish culture and community. I mean, almost everybody I met would tell you, well, I'm of the tribe of. That was actually mentioned, Mm. you know, uh, to you in conversation and introduction. And uh, so he starts with genealogy, and then he goes right to, uh, where is it at? What is verse 23, I believe, that starts with uh, the the stuff from Isaiah. Mm, Yeah. he start. He gets into an Old Testament quote, and you get to chapter two, and I think he pulls out three more in chapter two. And so, as he's presenting this gospel, in many ways, he's presenting it uh, from a Jewish mindset yeah. to a Jewish group of people. But what's crazy about it is, it really speaks to me. Yeah, and it it seems like of all the gospels, Matthew's my favorite. And it may be because he was, you know, why would God send a Jew that was a tax collector to reach Jews or have him write a gospel to reach Jews? But what's amazing about Matthew is as I read his gospel, he noticed acts of mercy and kindness and forgiveness more so than the other gospel writers. Mm. They didn't mention some of the little points that uh, like, just like where it says Joseph, her husband being a just man, not wanting to make her public example was minded to put her away secretly. That notice there, he, he being merciful. And I mean, can you imagine you're the guy that everybody hates and Jesus taps you on the shoulder and says, come follow me. Yeah. So he understood and saw mercy and forgiveness and I just love that that he sees that kind of stuff. I actually wrote at the top of, it says the gospel according to Matthew, and I wrote up there the gospel of mercy and forgiveness. Amen. And there's just so much in there about it. Yeah. So I don't know. Those things st- stood out to me today. He had that personal relationship with him, having received so much yeah. mercy yeah. that it drew his attention to it. I love that you pull that out. And I love that you mentioned that, you know, that this is a, a Jewish gospel written to the Jew, yet it speaks to us so much. <laughs> it's it, it, right from the beginning. I was just doing a little bit of reading on this last night because it intrigued me so much. And it says in our book, in our translation here, it says the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ. But when you actually look at what that says, it's the book of the generations. Yes. And that the the Greek word that's used there is Genesis. 
Yes. It's the nice. same, the same as the Septuagint calls yes. Genesis, yeah. the first book of the Bible. Genesis is not a, a Hebrew word, it's a uh, Greek word. Yeah. And so this is, it's really interesting when you look at, at Matthew, the Jewish man, he's writing right now about a new beginning. Mm. It's, it's an incredible perspective um, because he's speaking to the Jew who knows who knows that that the, the Torah, those first five books of the Old Testament. Oh, yeah. and he, they know that. And he starts right out saying, hey, you know, you know what Genesis says, but here's a new Genesis. Mm. Here's a new beginning. That's cool. And it, it's a powerful, I mean, just right out of the gate, the first thing he says, hey, there's a new beginning. It's about Jesus Christ. Beautiful. And then it says the son of David. This is the yeah. book of Jesus, the king. He is he is descended from the great King David, mm. and and see David's not the first part. He hasn't even started the genealogy yet. He's getting there, but first he says two things. He says this he is establishes this. This is yeah. the son. This is the king, and this is the Jewish king. Yes, son of Abraham. Yes. So the, right out of the gate, this is the new beginning. We have a we have a new king, and he is the king of the Jews. He is the Messiah, and so I just love in the very first sentence Matthew has dropped the hammer. He is talking about the King of Kings, the Messiah, and there is a new beginning. And it's just, a, I love that, that talking as you were, Pastor Dan, about the, this is a Jewish person writing to a Jewish audience. Those things that we might miss as Gentiles are super important. That's why he put them right up there first. Yeah, and I think it's interesting, too, that he mentions Jesus as King first before he talks about Jesus as a man or yeah. a baby. And, that, and I actually put a note in the margin of my Bible— Jesus King first, baby second. And just that picture of of establishing that. I, I noticed that as well, Mark. I thought that was really cool. You know, a, a couple of other uh, things that I noticed here is even how Matthew brought out some things in this chapter. Um, it says, uh, what does it say? Uh, Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. When you look at that in the, he would, didn't need to say by Tamar, they didn't often mention ladies in genealogies. Most of the genealogies here are just dad begot son, dad begot son. But in a couple of places, he throws in by Tamar and talks about the lady side of it. And we know Tamar was actually Judah's daughter-in-law. Yeah. That he had these two children by. So this is not this is not this is a this is a blemish, yeah. so to speak, in the in the genealogy. And then he gets down to and Solomon begot Boaz by Rahab. Rahab? Who's that? Well, she's a foreign uh harlot. Yeah. She wasn't a Jew. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't a Jew. She was a Gentile. And then it goes on to say and Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Now, who was Ruth? She was, again, a foreigner, but 99.8% a black foreigner. Mm. And so when you look at these things and see this, you're thinking, wow, he's bringing out a lot of ladies in his genealogy. And then he caps it off by saying, David the king begot Solomon by her, doesn't even mention her name, yeah. who had been the wife of Uriah. Who was that? Bathsheba. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we see in every one of these situations, we see brokenness or, or sin or, or difference. 
And it isn't broken to be a foreigner. It isn't broken to be a Gentile. It's broken to be black. But it's not in that sort of genealogy, pure line. And Matthew sees all of that as he looks back through the history of Jesus. And for me, what this does for me is as I look back over my history, it's sorted. I got, I got bad stuff in my past. But you know what? So did Jesus. And yet Jesus loved me and accepted me. And it's just a picture of how Jesus is really, you know, son of man as well yes. as son of God. Uh, to me, it's just a, so cool to look at this genealogy and think about, wow, what a, what a mixed up mess his family is. I qualify for that. Amen. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the savior of all mankind. Come on. You know what? If he if he he's he he's got a uh, some Gentile in his background. Yes. I'm a Gentile. You know what? He's got he's got different races. He's got different sexes. Yeah. Different nationalities because yep. it says in my Bible that every tribe, tongue, and nation yes. is going it's to good. declare who he is. And so we see that right here in this new beginning. I love that. And I love something else here. It's a little not. I'm pulling off of the genealogy, but That's okay. but not totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because we're talking about how he was conceived. Right. Um, and so it says here that uh, she was found, talking about Mary, with child, how? Of the Holy Spirit. Mm. You know, we talked about this briefly a few weeks ago. It kind of came up, and I forget even where we were in it, Pastor Dan. But I just love this picture. It's a little deeper, but you know what? The deep things of God are so good. Um, in in uh, Romans chapter 5, Paul spends a lot of time talking about the fact that our sin nature came from Adam. Yes. It did not come from Eve. And that's an important thing to understand because it's when when Matthew points out clearly that this child is of the Holy Spirit, but he was in a he had an earthly mother, Mary, but his father was the Holy Spirit. The sin nature that is handed down to mankind came from Adam. Right. And when Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit, his father then is not Adam. Right. But he has Adam's DNA, yeah. but he does not have Adam's spirit. He has the Holy Spirit as yes. his father. And so that means that he had a nature that is different from our nature. He did not inherit a sin nature the way we've inherited a sin nature. That's and that's an and that gives a, that takes another another depth level to the fact that when we are that we have to be born again. Because we were born of with, Adam's seed. With a sin nature. Right. We were yeah. born with that sin nature. But the reason we must be born again, because what's born of the flesh is flesh, and what's born of the spirit is spirit. And yes. so this picture that Jesus was born of the spirit, and then we are born again of the spirit, puts us right into his family. Yeah, it does. And and at the, at, at, uh, the cross, we... At the cross, where we meet Jesus and the sacrifice that He commit that He did for us, we are then brought into eternal life of spiritual health and wholeness. Remember when to fit with this when Adam was in the garden, God said to him, "Don't eat of that tree, because in the day you eat of it, you shall surely die." Well, he ate of the tree, but he was still walking around. That surely die was not earthly death. That was spiritual death. And that's where all of this got started. And the Bible tells us in Romans, through one man's sin, yeah. it was passed on to all men. But now the opposite has been set up. Yes. That through one man's righteousness, Jesus Christ, everybody can receive righteousness yes. through Jesus Christ. The same way I didn't, 
I didn't, you know, I didn't pick to be born of Adam. <laughs> just happened. You know, everybody, you, you just wake up one morning, you got a sin nature because <laughs> you, you're a human being. Yeah. But Jesus came to the earth and took on our humanity so that he could provide a way of escape from that sin nature to where sin wasn't the controlling factor in our lives anymore. And instead, we were controlled by this Holy Spirit and the Word of God and, you know, biblical godly principles. Yeah, it's just, it's an incredible transformation that takes place. And I think that sometimes, like, I have never really drawn the correlation. I knew, I know about being born again. I know that being (laughs) born of the Spirit is important, but I hadn't really gone back and and connected that to this at the very beginning, Mm. that Jesus was born of the Holy Spirit. And so now I am born of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Galatians that we receive the spirit of adoption, where where, where it says Uh, in Romans that we're great grafted in, like we become part of that family because we get to have that same Father, that same Holy Spirit Father. It's incredible. It's a beautiful um, picture. Just uh, other pictures that I saw. I saw the picture here talking about uh, Matthew and this being a Jewish book. Um, I love that in the Old Testament, we have Joseph. And what was Joseph? He was a dreamer. Yeah. And then we see this father, uh, Jesus' earthly father. You're talking about Joseph with the coat of many colors. Joseph with Joseph, the coat of many right? colors yeah. in the Old Testament. I just Testament. wanted to make that clear yeah. for people. So you go back to Genesis and you see yeah. Joseph the dreamer. Yeah. But then now uh, Jesus' earthly father, the one that, that would marry his uh, his mother, uh, Mary, <laughs> um, <laughs> that that his name was Joseph. And in, on multiple occasions, God communicated to him in a dream. Yes. Do you know... Do you know how many New Testament dreams are mentioned in the Bible? No, I don't. Six. You know how many of those Joseph had? Four. Wow. So when you talk about dreamer in the New Testament, uh, Joseph, he has two-thirds of all the dreams mentioned in the entire New Testament. Wow. Joseph had them as a form of direction and insight and warning and all sorts of different ways God was speaking to Joseph through dreams. So, yeah, he was a dreamer. Here's the thing that— I'm so incredibly proud of Joyce, Joseph. I think he gets kind of pushed to the wayside some because him not being there in, in Jesus' life when Jesus is a man and all of that, you know, Mary's around and all that. But I am so proud of this guy. Not only did he have the dreams, but it would say things like this. Um, where, where's that line? Uh, being just man, not wanting, uh, but while he thought about these things, angel Lord conceived, should bring forth a child, all this, oh my gosh, it goes on and on. And then it says, then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. Mm. And, and like, he would get up from having a dream that totally redirected his life. One time he has a dream, and in the middle of the night, he moves his family. Yeah. Now, it would have been they would have been a lot more portable than we are. Uh, in this day and age, sure. I could not move my garage in two weeks' time. You know, <laughs> take me two weeks to get everything out of my garage and move it. And it, oh, a leftover night! Wow, that's not an easy thing to even say yes to. Mm. But he was not only obedient; he was so obedient that he got up, had the dream in the middle of the night, woke up, woke his wife and child up, and left town. Wow. It's just an incredible amount of obedience that yeah. I see in Joseph. And man, I wish I was half that obedient. Yeah. You know, half that quick to obey. <laughs> it is power. It's powerful. I, I yeah. noticed that too, that in the middle of the night, he would get up and do the thing. You know, but, and it was so, like, he had to be obedient and people see it. Like, mm. like people saw that Mary was pregnant oh, yeah. and knew that they weren't married yeah. and they saw him 
It says, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, he was going to put her away secretly. The Lord appeared to him and said, don't do it. Yeah. Like, all you've got to go on is this dream that you had, this weird now having an angel speak to you should is, is pretty powerful <laughs> quite a lot to go on but then he had to stand and carry that yeah. for nine months yeah you know with her yeah um and in front of people sometimes obeying the lord is challenging but when you do it wow look at his reward it's incredible so you get to be the you get to be the father of jesus it's amazing <laughs> yeah. we're gonna take a break we'll be right back you are listening to the morning breath podcast from east coast christian center we will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321 454 4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. You know, along the lines that you were talking about, Pastor Mark and Joseph hearing from God, I I thought about this thing in Timothy where Paul's trying to encourage Timothy and encourage him in a difficult situation. Said He told him to wage a good warfare. You might say that this way, do a good job or stick with it. 
by the prophecies or words that went before you. In other words, at some point in Timothy's life, he heard from God. And now when it got hard pastoring the church in Ephesus, Paul said, go back to those words and fight a good fight with them. And I think Joseph could do the same thing. He could go back to the the vision, you know, an angel appears to him. He can go back to the dream that he had. And and when he's got to go to, you know, Bethlehem with his nine-month pregnant wife and has no place to stay and ride a donkey and all that other stuff, he could go back to, no, I'm sure that God spoke to me. And I just want to encourage you today, man, get out there and make sure of what God's saying to you today. Yeah. You know, start a business. Well, you know what? Be sure of it because business isn't easy. And you're going to need something to carry you through. And that is the word of the Lord, the will of God. The will of God and the word of God is powerful. And he is speaking these things over your life. And you can use these words as weapons to win your battle on a daily basis. God bless you guys. Have a great day. See you, Pastor Mark. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.